Hi friend, I'm Tanya Gill. Welcome to Lighten Up and Unstuck Your What the Fuck. Together, we explore the ways through life's stickiest moments and how to live with more peace, joy, love, and gratitude. We're going to talk honestly about what isn't easy so you can discover the light within you that will carry you forward. My friend, this podcast is about you in real life, your body, mind, and soul, and the opportunity to not only live your best, but shine doing it. Hi, friends. Welcome to Lighten Up and Unstuck Your What the Fuck. I am really excited to talk to you today because I have been brewing on something for quite some time, and I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, Maybe you can hear dogs barking in the background right now. And what I actually want to talk to you about is just that. I want to talk to you about pandemic puppies. So seriously, what the F? I want to talk about pandemic puppies. But it's true. You know, when the pandemic started, I was very aware of how many people on social media seemed to be getting puppies. And the truth is, I... I actually was at that point in my life arriving at a place of judgment. And that judgment came from my concern that people were trying to fill a void and my concern that people were taking on more than they could handle in a stressful time. And and I was judging the decisions that other people were making to add another little soul to their life, whether they were single or a family or whatever the situation was. And, you know, at that time, I had Mika in my life. Um, We adopted a Heinz 57, if you will. Um, And she had lived a very hard and very complicated life. It was clear that she had trauma in her past and She was a very anxious dog, but with us, she did absolutely live her best life. And during the pandemic, she came to her end of life. And, you know, I think we've all experienced a lot of loss in the pandemic. And for us, losing Mika was really hard. We knew it was her time. Um, she lived a full, almost 15-year life. She was such an incredibly sweet, gentle, amazing soul and had given so much to our lives. And yet we had to say goodbye. And losing a pet is very hard. For people who are animal people, this is a soul that is tied to you. So, of course, we grieve. After we lost Mika, we were pretty clear that it was going to be a long time before we got another dog and it would probably be an adult dog. And we had all kinds of ideas about plans that we had, I guess. Yeah, plans that we had as we prepared ourselves for the potential of losing Mika. Once she was gone, though, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, the void in our home felt magnificent. Even though she was a quiet dog that stuck to herself, she wasn't even terribly cuddly, and she just kind of existed among us, the absence of 
her presence was felt so intensely. I found myself listening for the jingle of her collar. I found myself aching for the nails dancing across the hardwood floor or the sound of her lapping water out of her bowl. It was kind of amazing how empty our home felt without her. And so then, of course, the universe magically brought Wally to us. And the amazing thing is, is that I'm recording this on April 10th, and two days from now will be Wally's first birthday. We were not in a place where we were looking for a dog, but a friend of mine reached out and said, you're not going to believe this. We're getting a dog. And there's another one in the litter that's still available. Do you want to look? I couldn't even believe I was having the conversation with Peter about looking at a dog. I was like, oh my God. Mika had only been gone a few weeks. And I was like, are we ready for this? This is a puppy. What the hell are we doing? What the actual fuck are we doing? And yet we went. And the moment my eyes connected with Walter's, I knew that he was home. I knew that he was meant for us. And so, you know, all of a sudden, all of that judgment that I had about pandemic puppies had me judging myself. I'm going to be honest. I'd just fallen in love with this cute little ball of gorgeous black and white, awesome, cuddly, furry, glorious, juicy puppy. And what the hell was I doing? But I couldn't leave him. I couldn't disconnect from him. I knew in my soul that he was meant for us. And he and I shared a really special connection. And I think that we all can relate to a connection that we have with a pet when all things align and everything is right. And I'll tell you, I do not judge those who have brought pandemic puppies into their lives because I understand what they bring. And I think you do too. When you see the world through the eyes of a puppy, you see freedom. You see their joy. You live curiosity alongside them. They bring with them that unabashed curiosity and willingness to learn. And oh, the connection that we get, the physical connection from holding and cuddling and petting, like that is regulation. We use them. There are regulation tools. Let's be honest. They really truly are. But they also come to us without judgment. They come to us for love and they accept us exactly as we are. We invite curiosity through them and adventure through them. And I can tell you that the path that we have had with Wally has been nothing shy of absolutely magnificent. Okay, he's been a little destructive, I'm going to be honest. You know, both my son and I are in Invisaligns, and Wally really loves the taste of aligners. He also ate, you know, shoes, gloves. There's been destruction along the way. 
And you know, again, what is that? That's him exploring his environment and us not really paying the attention that we probably should have. We, I, I take responsibility for some of the destruction that has happened. It doesn't mean I love it. And I do know it's a work in progress, but the beautiful magic from having Wally in our lives easily outweighs any damage that he's done by a long shot. So let me fast forward the pandemic puppy story to just a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago, I was scrolling through the socials and I came across our breeder posting a reel about a dog. And that dog instantly spoke to me. And so as I read, I realized that, you know, they were looking for someone who could provide a farm or an acreage for this dog. And and yet something about her spoke to me. So I reached out and asked a few questions. And what I learned, my friends, is something that brings nothing but compassion and love from me. And that is that this dog, who was a litter mate to Wally, was in a situation where her previous owner was a widow who brought this dog into her life because her family thought it would be a companion for her. But she's also a businesswoman. And bringing the dog to work didn't align with the plan she had hoped. And so, as a result, the dog had to spend a lot of time in a kennel. And the dog was very high energy. She had so much energy because of the kennel, and because she really seemed to be one that thrived around other dogs and had a a real need for a lot of high interaction and a lot of activity and, and a pack, being a part of a pack. So you know where this is going, don't you? You know I'm about to introduce you to another dog. I am. I'm about to introduce you to Maggie. Margaret is actually her real name. Um, But we call her Maggie. So we have Walter and Margaret now. And we brought Maggie on. And we really, it was important to us to make sure that we were the environment for her. So, you know, here's the thing. And this is really funny. I used to work as a social worker and in adoptions. And matching a family for a child is such an immense responsibility. I want you to hear that again. Matching a family for a child is such an immense responsibility. We don't put children into families because we think the kids will fit with the family. We found families that matched for the children because of their needs. And in this case, we had what we call an adoption breakdown. The environment was just not ideal for Maggie. And the beautiful thing is that her previous owner recognized it. And she said, Maggie deserves more. Maggie needs a pack. Maggie needs another dog to play with. Maggie needs a strong alpha. And Maggie needs to live her life outside of a crate with lots of freedom and lots of fun and lots of adventure. 
And so this isn't about judging. Remember at the beginning, I talked about judgment and how I came from a place of judgment. Oh my God, full circle. You know, like really, truly full circle because there's no judgment here. This is about recognizing that that the placement of Maggie initially didn't meet and didn't work for what Maggie really needed. And so she's been rehomed with us. And I will tell you, Miss Margaret is such a magical soul. She is curious and she is adventurous and she gets herself into trouble. But you know what? She lives a life of that freedom and joy and curiosity. And she's learning. And she offers us more cuddles and love. And she is a pack dog. She follows Wally's lead. She follows our lead. She thrives on that connection. And the truth is, we all thrive on that connection. Bringing her in has helped us see Wally's life through a different lens, see her life through a different lens, and appreciate our lives more. You know, dogs don't judge themselves. They're not critical of themselves. They just dive in and go for it. And I think that's another piece of what makes them so beautiful, especially during the pandemic, because they've, they've shown us life, living, juicy, when for a lot of us, our walls have kind of closed in and we've spent a lot of time afraid of the outside world to a certain degree. So whether you've joined the Pandemic Puppy Club or not, I want you to think about what you see and what you experience when you're around your pets or around the pets of others. And if you're not an animal person, you're probably not even listening to this. So that's okay too. But you know, I, I want to remind you that if you have harbored any judgment around pandemic puppies or around decisions that people have made with relation to animals, approach it with empathy, approach it with love, honor the space that people are in. And remember that these dogs have have really done a lot for the souls of their humans. At the end of the day, you guys, you know, my friends, everything is energy. And the energy that you put out is the energy that you get back. And the beautiful thing about dogs is that they put out energy with no demand, no expectation. They just show up with love. And then you choose how to respond. But think of the energy that those relationships with our animals have done to keep us moving forward. What an incredible gift that is. As I get ready to close this podcast, I'm thinking to myself, have I just rambled on and on about my Wally and Maggie for the last 15 minutes? And the answer is, yeah, I have. But you know what? Like, they're important parts of us. Our pets are important parts of us. 
And sometimes we take them for granted, but all we need to experience is the absence of them. And we automatically know how important they have been. Enjoy your pets for who they are in your lives. Recognize what you can give to them and what they give to you. Love them because they love you with zero judgment. And you know, our animals can teach us a lot about ourselves. If we loved ourselves the way they love themselves, if we trusted ourselves the way they trust themselves, if we were as curious with ourselves and our environment as they are, okay, maybe not walking up and sniffing each other's buttholes upon greeting, but you get the idea. They're not afraid to make friends. They show us so much about how to live juicy and God, how to make life an adventure. I really have rambled on about pandemic puppies, but you know what? I think there was value in this. And I think you're going to look at your animals a little differently. From my heart to yours, my friend, thank you for listening. Go love up on your pets, whether they're pandemic puppies or cats or birds or snakes or whatever they are. Enjoy your animals. Enjoy your life. You get one shot at it. It might as well be fucking juicy. From my heart to yours, until next time, I'll see you on the inside. Thanks for joining me today, my friend. If you're struggling through your own what the F moments and are ready for a more heart-centered and loving way forward, it is within you. It's time for a self-love adventure. Head on over to perfectlyimperfect.wtf for everything you need, including an amazing community, The Collective. Beautiful humans on the same self-love adventure. If what you heard today spoke to you, please leave some love with a review. And don't forget to share this with a friend or 10. I hope to see you on the inside.